Friendo cast can be clusterfuck. What the fuck is NXT? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Friendo cast. So, I'm Shibuti I'm Dan. I'm apparently going to just start talking and actually pretend like there's an intro here. Um, we're apparently talking about something called TakeOver tonight, um, but I guess happened. And I'm here with uh, quite a lot of people, so why don't you all introduce yourselves all at once. Go. I am the big money general so manager Discord. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have... We- I was gonna say we have a we have quite a number here. So we've got um, right now we've got Hafty, we've got Rob Server, we got Ryan Luckman, we got Mystery Zombie Man. Yeah, I've had this name on here since like high school, and I just I feel like if I take it away, people won't figure out who I am. So Don't worry, yeah. I, I got you. I got your feet on that one. Pal. <laughs> <laughs> Could just be me and change it every other month. Mystery Zombie Man? Mystery Zombie Man? I like, oh, alright, so keep, keep the mystery you know, alive, but is he a man? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> the mystery sort of explains itself. Zombie, we've all just accepted. The question is really your gender. It just comes down to that, really. Like, yeah. well, how many, here's how the many thing. genders it are says, you right it, now? It says man here, but I've also got Chun Li, like, confusedly looking at her hand as my uh, pick. So, <laughs> well, for me, it's not a question of your gender. Today. It's a question of whether you're a man or a giraffe. Oh, I'm a giraffe. Hand? I'm definitely a giraffe. I'm a giraffe. Okay, so unironically, <laughs> giraffe was my first word ever as a baby child man. <laughs> baby child man? Baby child man. Yeah, so I was at the Six Flags uh, Zoo in New Jersey, and I... Born to the Six some, Flags? Yeah, I think Hatsy needs to change bullshit. his name to Baby Child Man. <laughs> Let's die. <laughs> baby Child baby Man. Child man. After awesome. Baby Child Man. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? Oh. Well, anyway, um, let's see. Yeah, we've also got Steve up there. <laughs> well done. Well done. For all you listeners at home, you have no idea what's like. So you too could participate in this fantastic server that just shits on everything. So it'd be fantastic. <laughs> Feel free, just you know. This we're, is go, a very we're going through a very, we're going through our um, our heel stage. Uh, the server's going through the attitude era right now. Everybody wants to be a heel with their fantastically hot takes right now. So feel free to join us if you want. So, but anyway, who are the actual heels on the server? If we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna go into that, Dom. <laughs> Dom, Dom, is Dom really a heel or is he like the Eugene? Oh, he's oh, Eugene. Well, wow. I mean, he's Janetti, oh. but. <laughs> Hey, you can cut that out. He's the Janetti. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to change his name now. 
a cover uh, up with a different word like giraffe. Genetti? Question mark. Uh, full heel. Shout out to Genetti. Dash is probably the biggest heel on this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and our friend the biggest at, heel. Well, shout out to shout out to Dash. May he be uh, enjoying whatever project he's working on. I hear this week he's. Uh, uh, what was he doing this week? He was supposed to be. Oh yeah, he was you know backpacking through the Himalayas. Uh, I thought he was like buying shoes. Whoa, back here! Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> we really went there, didn't we? Oh, poor kid. All right, long distance then, love for you, Dash. Poor kid, poor us, man. Aussie. <laughs> and then there's Epico, tryhard heel right now, so. I mean, he's oh, yeah. got money. He literally has mega he heel in his name. So, you know There's what? That you, you know what? If so you're gonna have a money gimmick, a... you might as well be a heel. So is Epico just the Del Rio of the Discord? No, it, it, his his takes are just like so. You like steak? Yeah. Well done. I'm like, dude, really? That's it. <laughs> oh, guys, the gels are great. There's <laughs> some effort behind it. I feel like Epico can at least do the flying nothing better than Del Rio does. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me make you hold your hands to this to these ropes here. All right, now I'm going to stomp on you. Just wait for it, okay? And it's going to be really drop devastating. Em. Don't drop. No, really. Ah, wasn't that devastating? Yeah. Brutal. I thought we were talking about Epico, not Orange Cassidy. <laughs> hey, do not disparage the name of the greatest wrestler to ever we don't need. We don't need all the Twitter hate from that. No, I love Orange Cassidy. Don't get me wrong. Right, I'm se- I'm sensing some like some like not orange like not freshly freshly squeezed juice in this uh, this chat whoa, right now, and I need to. Whoa, oh, no. whoa you've got oh. this wrong. Did no. somebody need me to squeeze their orange? <laughs> Did you know that Tropicana is actually like when you get it, it's like a year old. Mm, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> they keep it in tanks for like a year, and then they put loads of chemicals in it and sell it. Huh. Well, NXT. Uh, so well, yes, <laughs> NXT. All right. NXT. Pronounced, pronounced. Oxed. We put Oxed. the X Oxed. in. Over. XT. I don't know. So uh, let's see. We had six matches on the card tonight, right? Is that what it was? Yeah. You know, actually, actually, mm-hmm. read these things first. So yes, the best part about it was we had no idea who was going to go first. And what do we start with? We start with Hoss Lucha. So, <laughs> <laughs> match. We get Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic, or Dijak, or I don't have the right Scottish accent to do. Uh, I think Morrow it's called it's actually Croatian. Once, so we could just call him Double D during. during the oh, double D. Double D. Or, or like Jerry during the pre show. So, you know, anyway, Dom, or, or not that Dom. The real dumb. He, I, mean, I don't, I don't have any like play-by-play on this. All I know is that you know it was kind of a, a tale of really fast start, middle that was kind of you know rest holds while they caught their breath, and then let's go again for the for the ending. So, what'd you guys okay, think? Cool. So I didn't miss much while my Wi-Fi was out. Yeah, I actually missed this match completely. I watched it, but I was also playing Duel Links at the same time. But it was I really was paying good. Attention. 
From what I saw, the match was really good. This is what this is why we this is why we have Friendocast to remind people what we didn't watch, but we're going to talk about that every time. This is why we do this. We always do the opening match. So, Rob, it makes a lot. What did you think of it? Since you were the only one that watched it besides me, so I watched it. All right. Well, what'd you think? It was wrestling. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Oh, um, uh, genuinely thought it was probably the best match between the, the two guys. I think they turned it on for takeover. I don't ever need to see this match again, though. We've seen it like ten times in like the last two months now, right? Three months. But you got to give it to them. They at like least it. somehow make every match somehow different. Mm-hmm. No, they're great. I want to see them like do more stuff with different people. They're, I don't think they're using Dijak as much, as well as they should. It's like the Toy Story franchise. It's all huh. good, but you just want it to stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, okay, number four, that was great. Now. Number five, no, don't do that. You, you're right. You're pushing your luck already. So, who's the next challenger for Keith Lee? Number at, six, uh, Andy's Revampa. <laughs> <laughs> I want Keith Lee versus Woody for Takeover Tampa. <laughs> But it's, it's Tim Allen. Woody. <laughs> say Keith Lee versus Woody? Is that what I <laughs> Yes. Takeover Tampa, Keith Lee versus Woody. Take, uh, Toy Story, Takeover 6. Okay, but... Andy's better revenge. Idea. Better idea. It's Keith Lee and Dijak versus Tim Allen and, uh, <clears throat> and uh, Tom Hanks. We play with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see Lee and Ono. Um, yeah. that, I feel like that could be great. Just two hosses going at it. Well, I, I thought you said like, someone's name was Lee and Ono. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the name of the really big dude that they have. <laughs> yes. It's like Rawgate. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Cassius dressed up in drag. Leanne Ono. Yes, so. yes. I wouldn't test WWE to do that to him. Oh, no. Did get a Santina at Royal Rumble. So. <laughs> yeah, we did. It's such good shit. Why do you want to see Cassius again? Because, you know, he's like the opposite in move style. Um, I just want to see two hosses going at it like that, you know? And I feel like he gets a real bad rap in the WWE. He just doesn't do shit, you know? <clears throat> he's always been UK. Great. Has he been doing anything over there? He hasn't done anything since mid-January. That's his Scala stuff, right? Mm-hmm. That's the last oh. thing I saw of him. Yeah, uh, let's let me go back. I was just looking at Profite DB. Um, I did have an idea regarding uh, Cassius. Give him, just make him manage Cesaro. Yeah, and then have like Cesaro win the belt. <laughs> Listen, you can make it. You can give Cesaro as many managers as you want. He's had so many since the beginning of his run. Uh, and true. he's the one the belt, so nothing matters if you give him to Cesaro. Cesaro, as much as I love him, 
it, it'll never happen. It sucks. He should go to AEW. Mm-hmm. Right. Or anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, especially if everything that's being said is not true about Jeff going over there. Give them somebody that they can work with. Because I'm I have no interest in AEW at this point. I was so excited going in, but it's just kind of boring week to week now. Hey man, that that's counter to my gimmick, so I'm gonna need you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was an AEW hater here. <laughs> All right, it's so, not yeah. that I hate it. I, don't know, I, don't it, I mean, so, it's, hard, it's hard to hate the best wrestling on television, you know? <laughs> All right, so Cassius Ono took on Who? Dave Mastiff last month. Yeah, yeah coming and out of the, Jack coming out of the taping, Coming out of the tapings. And he's he seems to be pretty much embedded in the whole UK thing. I think he wanted to... He's, so I don't see him coming back for, uh, for Keith Lee. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's he's yeah. got a, he's he's open. I mean, he he does the gatekeeper thing really well. You know, he puts on good matches as a gatekeeper in my mind. So I don't. I, I don't, don't think but... Keith Lee needs that rub from from him. I feel like he's already past that. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. That, that's, if that's Keith Lee's going to get a rub from someone, and I know this guy's, I think he's undefeated in NXT right now. But what about Keith Lee versus Finn? That's the match I want to see. On the yeah, money, yeah. yeah. Especially if Gargano is moving on to the championship scene, which we'll get to later. <laughs> I'd rather see Finn in the championship, but that's just me. Yeah, I don't understand this logic at all from from NXT. Gargano yeah. loses the match, then just goes to challenge for the NXT title by by. I don't himself, think he was right? going. I don't think he was going for the title. I no, think, I think he, was going going after, he was going Champa. after Ciampa again. Yeah. It's going to be Gargano oh, well, and Ciampa. It'll be Velveteen no and Adam reason. Cole, and then he can do Finn and Keith Lee. I don't think he was going after the title. I think he was just like, he was going after, yeah. You know, I don't want to see this again unless you put unless you put them in a cage match uh, with Wardlow. <laughs> you got to do the 10 lashes beforehand. <laughs> 10 lashes first. Except this 10 lashes. All right. Well, I I really want to get. I, I have a question about the whole thing when we get to the end of this because all of your comments and everything are setting this up really well. So, but, I think uh, I think I'd like to see Killian Dane. I mean, he's not doing anything right now. Oh, he where's he been? I feel like that had something running. Uh, he, 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 he lost a priest. He lost okay. a priest. Yeah, and, and then Dodger and that was last week. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like they they've been they've been keeping around that 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 scene, but the I, I think it's becoming it can't just become the Haas title. It seems like they've kind of pigeonholed who they've well, got in there right now. I mean, that's what it's going to be for a while because <coughs> like Roddy's not getting that title back because he's doing stuff with Velveteen Dream. So it's going to be the Haas title for a couple months at least. I mean, who else is on the NXT roster? Who is on? How many more clothes oh, does Johnny Gargano do they have? Oh, yeah. But that's Thatcher, maybe. The, well, that see that would be Thatcher and Lee UK. would be fantastic. It would be Washington Thatcher. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, you got all right. <laughs> theory, theory and Liam because he was before. on TV like once. I would like to see Theory get the push. Mm-hmm. I think he. I think he will coming out of Takeover because it's it's just you've got so many guys that all just need. Little you know storylines, and they had I to finish up one story. Mid card title. 
That's the only real big Why? problem with the NXT. Why do you need to add a ti- mid-card title? Because they need to add another, like, because we want, don't you want to see, like, Damian Priest hold a title and Dijak, like, also possibly Let's hold give a everyone a title. Just give exactly. it a thank, thank you. And you get a title. And you they get a everybody title. everybody a chance. No. It's, like, it's like Discord. Everyone <laughs> gets a title. But Dak never defends it. Shut up. I want the predictions title. Would you just get off my case about it, man? I just want one. Too much. Now, you, 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 they do it. You're set, we keep setting this up, and it's like, for me, if you tell very simple storylines in NXT, you have something that I want. I really don't like you. I turned on you. I, you know, we need to fight. It doesn't have to be any more complicated than that because of the style of wrestling that they all do, at least in my mind. It's like everybody in this particular genre puts on, generally, puts on very hard-hitting matches so that you don't have to have really detailed, intricate storyline and psychology all the time, at least Mm -hmm. in my mindset. So... You don't have to have titles to, to use as props to justify two people going at it when you can do stuff otherwise. Let me know what you think. Oh, for sure. I'm in below. Yeah, but like I'm like just saying, this bad. NXT roster is stacked. You know, I'm not saying that they all deserve a title. I'm just saying that the roster is stacked. Like they need, you know, they have the simple stories, but, you know, WWE wants their guys going after something. They just don't, they just can't have a good story. They need more than that. I don't think they need more than that. It just has to be well told. Um, which And subtlety is not something WWE does very well. But if they do... I think they can do something similar to what we saw a few years ago with their gargano Champa storyline again. I don't think that was something that is so, you know, uh, so organic that only those two guys can pull it off. Uh, that really yeah. didn't need a title. It had Goldie, but it wasn't really about I mean, the championship. The story was enhanced by a title. That was basically it. Right. So I think I think you can pull from that well again, especially with Lee. Uh, yeah. You can go after literally anyone on their on their roster, and it would be great. I'd love to see Tyler Breeze maybe versus Keith Lee. I know they're you know the size differences there, but Breeze is doing nothing. Fandango came back and is doing nothing. I think you turn you turn one on the other. And then well, Django's injured now. No. Again? Yeah. yeah, I thought he got injured again. Breeze is a yeah, Breeze is on 205 Live. I didn't know 205 Live was still alive. It, yeah. So much wrestling I, I watch now with AEW just being the only show. 205 mostly live. So. <laughs> um, I just thought of another name that you could throw in there. Um... I think it would really. I think it would, could be cool to see uh, Keith Lee and Kushida. Oh yeah, yeah. that could be a really good <laughs> feud. I'm I know he's a kind huge of a fan of that. like heel face dynamics, and I know NXT kind of doesn't always abide by that. But yeah, what about Keith Lee versus Kathy Kelly? <laughs> oh, oh, Loser leaves oh. NXT. Music. <laughs> Keith Lee versus Tyler Bate. Ooh, that's six stars. Is Tyler Bate way too small? Let's get Keith Grimes. 
No, he's that, not though. too small. Tyler no. had a no. Did you see what he did with Walter? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a match: Keith Lee versus Walter. I, yeah. I was oh, thinking that, oh, yeah. yeah, but evolve as well. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I think you have some built-in storylines there, plus two hosses like uh, like you guys wanted to see earlier. Like that's a match between two just gigantic dudes who toss each other around the ring for an hour. I know the size difference is there, and he's way above it. But Finn versus Keith—that'd be amazing. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. See if you put Finn with Keith Lee, it's Finley. This is just turning into <laughs> top Keith Lee dream matches. My God, storyline-wise, Lee versus Walter would work based on their sets of arrogance and dominance. Um, yeah, somebody like. Yeah, Finn Finn would work if he were wanting to go for a title, but I think Finn wants to go for I'm I'm the best. It's like I am I am in charge of NXT, which means I'm always going to go after the the big guy. Which you know, I mean, in this case, it would be Adam Cole. And he's yeah, got right. Um, let's see. Well, I mean, Finn or, versus or with, or with Finn versus Lee, it could be like I'm the best when I was here. That wasn't here I want it you know just to add to my like legacy in NXT I want to see uh, all right do you want to do you want to stop doing uh dream matches and move on you want to do more dream matches you sure I know let's go on to the next one we're talking street fight what did go to we get to that sorry I'd like to make a point about the lead Dijakovic match so there was that um Corkscrew moonsault that Dodge Kovic did, which was amazing. Oh. Like it, oh I popped out of my chair. But then mm-hmm. that was like ten minutes more of match, <laughs> and he did an avalanche Spanish fly, which I feel like they've oh. done on NXT TV before. Those two guys, and like, and that mm-hmm. really bugged me the fact that they both spots should have switched. I feel like to sort of save the corkscrew moonsault for near the end, and have the Spanish fly ten minutes before. Or am I being weird? It might be both. It might be being weird and have a good point. A weird point. I hear a robot. Yeah, yeah so do I. That's why I'm like, like, oh, it sounds like Donald Duck. I thought it was. I thought it was Donald Duck repeating everything I say back. Welcome back. Donald Duck was saying an important comment. That was weird. Sorry about that. (laughs) It's all right, Austin. No, I think you're. Give me time. I think you were. I mean. I think, like I said, it was the the tale of two very distinct halves of you know spots. It, it felt with 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 rest holds in the middle. Yeah, it, yeah. it just. I mean, I mean, both both sets were good, but it's like it definitely had a spot fest type of feel to it to me. Oh, so. definitely. It's like a cruiserweight match. I think it was the perfect opening match for the show. Definitely. Yeah. It had so much energy, even with the with the uh, with the rest holds kind of towards the middle. But they're two gigantic men. I don't expect them not to do rest hold. It also didn't drain the crowd out. Like I've seen take like a lot of takeovers in the past. Like have just I could tell like the crowd just gets drained out after the first match. A lot of times, the first match is the best match, and it wasn't tonight. I think that helped. Yeah. I think, Honestly, right, I, think yeah. It's, I think it's because they moved. 
the tag match. They moved out like the, into the cart. Yeah. Yeah. Usually the tag match starts. Yeah. Usually they have like such a set formula for the takeovers. The tag match, I think, was my favorite match of the night. Oh, most definitely. Well, I had to give to the stream. We'll, we'll, get, to, uh, we'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that. We get, <laughs> any, more, any more comments on this one before we get into what I thought was, like, my underrated match of the night? No, Not go for it. comment, but this uh, is, like, my first time doing Friendo Cast, and it's exactly what I expected. I love this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you enjoy the mess that is the Friendo Cast. Can that be the name of the, the episode? Exactly what you expected? Exactly what you expected. <laughs> Take over. Exactly what I expected. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's that's a pretty apt name for it. With just yeah. like two, with you know, the graphics got to be with like two thumbs, just kind of going, eh. Yeah. So yeah. like just the or or, or, or man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or that, oh, or that like shrugging old man who's like, yeah. guess I'll die. Or Hell. just Pete Dunn, or Pete Dunn, just going. Eh. Oh yeah, the Pete <laughs> special. All right, let's talk about the next match. Street Fight. We had Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox, and oh my God, these two. Yeah. Tore down. Ouch. Ouch. I I don't know about you, but I well, I, I was disappointed that Tegan was not wearing stretchy, you know, jeans. But I understand. The outfit. We, that we got shorts. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's the trope of a street I also wanted TV titles on that match, so I don't care. <sighs> the title. <laughs> um, Everybody gets a title. Well, anyway. There might be some bias here, but I really felt that Tegan definitely should have won that match. I, would I disagree. Care. All right, yeah, so yeah, I was gonna say that the, the, it looked like Tegan was going there. She was she was ruthless for a long period of time, and then there was a moment where she showed a little bit of emotion and hesitation to like do something, and you could see it, and you're like, oh, uh-huh. yep, this is where it's gonna begin. And then she struggled with that for a while, and there was some back and forth, and my god, that trash can lid to the head. <sighs> yeah, that was some that was some headshots, yeah. which was really mm. surprising. Mm, uncomfortable and then you know then there was back and forth the shiniest wizard blah 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 and then all of a sudden I, I don't want to blow the spot but you know somebody came out we don't know who they were and right they now break. <laughs> like, only one person in the whole discord knew who it was they made it sound like we were supposed to know who they were and then we were like what I was like, oh, cool, Sonya Deville's back in NXT, neat. Yeah, I thought it was Sonya for a second. And then they called her Raquel, and I thought it was Raquel from TNA. And then we're like, all right, so Raquel's here. Like, it's like, you might as well just said, hey, and oh my gosh, Karen's here. Oh, gosh. It's like Bailey back in NXT. No, I was going to say, I was going to say, it's very similar to when, when AEW introduced the, uh, Wardlow. No, the the it's no, Luther. No, order for the first time. No, it's Luther, no, no, no. the Deathmatch yeah, Legend. What? Death oh, match yeah. Deathmatch <laughs> Legend <laughs> Luther. Oh, is this, is this Deathmatch le- Japanese Deathmatch Legend Raquel? Am I supposed <laughs> to know who this is? Like, you saw her two years ago. It could literally anyone. You saw her two years ago on the Mae Young Classic. Just remember that, that we were supposed to remember what happened two years ago. Tonight. 
So yeah, I can't remember what happened. They also they also bank on us watching the May Young Classic. I I didn't watch the first one. I see, man. Mm. Now, speaking of Ryan Lux this week, wrestle, uh, women's wrestling Whoa, question mark. I didn't say. You're supposed to watch anyway, but this match is. So, so you said that you think Tegan Knox should have won this. Why yeah. do you think she should have won this? Um, I felt I feel that she she needed a win here just to push the story forward a bit more. Um, <coughs> I I like her. I. I, I <laughs> And I would, I just would have liked to win something because that makes sense to the story because you like her. Yeah, I, I, I just like her. I, I like. Uh, I, mean, I like her. I. Do you? But do you like like her? Yeah. So like how do you really her? feel? Oh, you can tell us. Real question. <laughs> There's only seven of us here. It's just us, guy. It's just us, man. Tell yeah. us how you really feel. It's just like the three people who listen to the show, which is Cody just opening it up on three different apps. <laughs> no, it it's it's more insider bullshit because I drafted her. Oh, oh very insider. <laughs> oh, so it's because you want to win a title. Yeah. Oh, so we should give Tegan Knox a title. That makes sense to the story. Like I said, give everybody a title. See, problem solved. Yeah, if and everybody the new Welsh a women's title, champion has a title. But do you like her circle one? Yes or no is the question. Yes. So, so yes. Wow. No. No. No strength there. <laughs> Just boom. I like Just, this. Right. Yeah. Boom. All right. So besides, besides liking her, the, that logic is is. That, that's the most sound logic I can come up I mean, with right now. They're they're gonna have a rubber match because Tegan won that like weird random like short match on NXT TV. Yeah. So and Dakota well, won this, so they'll they'll have a rubber match or something. Whether they it's are on kind NXT, of destroyed well, on a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I I felt like because of the pure aggression, Tegan should have come out swinging and won the match. I think that's where what I was trying to say but i couldn't like communicate very well um the what type of the what type of aggression <laughs> ruthless aggression <laughs> ruthless. ruthless ruthless aggression now on the wwe network for only 9.99 episode one streaming now until they give it to amazon for 60 dollars an episode son of bitches <laughs> money hungry shitheads Oh. <laughs> with, with back to Tegan, I feel that's like how you really back. feel about Tegan. Jeez, what were you saying, Rob? So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> with, with sorry, with Tegan, sorry, clusterfuck. Um, I thought you saw her getting more and more violent and questioning herself mm-hmm. when it came to doling out said violence on Dakota, and it did seem like she was, you know, going to the dark side, so to speak. And when I see a good guy character do that in a match, I don't expect them to win. Otherwise, they kind of lose their soul if they do. And if they're going to be betrayed as a baby face going forward after winning a match like that, that doesn't seem natural to me. Yeah, that's fair. I think this is going to. I think the rubber match here is going to be 
probably WrestleMania weekend at NXT Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah. or take over Tampa Bay. I think you gotta get the heel a few wins here just for story uh, storytelling purposes. Yeah. You gotta make the they, underdog yeah. a real thing here. They do need to build up Dakota a bit more, and if she's got a heater now in Raquel, then maybe things will go better for her. But she <laughs> lost a match. Like she's lost no, a match. gotta make sure that Tegan Knox is okay after that table spot. Yes. Oh jeez. No Remind one me really about that. Well, that one thing nasty. that I do kind of like is didn't seem like. Dakota was actually aware of what was happening <laughs> compared to yeah yeah she was kind of shocked that Sonya Deville NWO Sonya Deville came out actually there, there's there's reason behind that I was looking into it a bit more um, it was a shoot no because Gonzalez in the house so in the house show circuit um Tegan and Dakota went on to destroy Gonzalez in multiple matches. And um, for her to come out, it was kind of surprising, to say the least. Especially since in the, the constant in all of those matches was Dakota beating Gonzalez. So if you go to the NXT Florida Loop shows, you know exactly what this, how this story was going to play out. No, it's it, not good it, or bad. No, it doesn't make sense because Dakota was the one consistently beating Gonzalez, but Gonzalez came out to help Dakota. That's why it doesn't make much sense. I mean, this... if you, I mean, for one thing, if they're doing, if they're expecting you to pay attention to the coconut loop, then you should be paying attention to BTE when you're watching Dynamite. But. It's the same. It could be a subversion, I guess, to play into that. Like I've been beaten by this woman so many times. Maybe she's onto something. Maybe I should, you know, help her out and put my tag myself to her boat. You know what I mean? Tag yeah. myself to her boat. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Go on the yeah. Dakota train. <clears throat> Change my name and join the train. You're gonna change your name and join the train. It rhymes. Don't that's why I like saying. If you change so, your name and join the train, it always has to have a question mark at the end, no matter what. My, so my question, my, my question is that <laughs> why does Dakota need a heater? Because she's already lost twice. Because they shouldn't have had a loss, lose twice, and now they need a reason to say that she's stronger. And you know, losing. I mean, winning in a chicken shit heel way is fine with me. And having a heater makes sense on paper, but if she hadn't lost twice already on NXT TV after a heel turn, I wouldn't think she'd need a heater either, but now it kind of makes sense. If you lose one more time, the Dark Order comes after you, and she really doesn't want to deal with that bullshit. No. <laughs> but is she a heater if we don't know who she is? I mean, we don't know for sure if she's Dakota's heater or not, but, I mean, Dakota, as you said, as someone said already, that she looked pretty shocked at what was happening. Um, they, she could align with Dakota and you got a heater, but maybe not, but we'll see. Should it have been Chelsea Green instead? No. As a heater? Yes. <laughs> oh, my, 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 my point no. is that she didn't need one based on the fact that she was in a fucking street fight and yeah. she was yeah. fucking killing <laughs> she was killing Tegan. She could yeah, have her fucking own as a heel. She was looking strong on her own. Yeah, if, you, if your character had been built as chicken shit, that's that's fine. But she uh-huh. hadn't been, you know? She'd build this 
ruthless aggression. So why the hell does she need a heater? <laughs> you know, it's like it's not it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense heater. except what was that? Might not be a heater. It's just an insurance policy, like Undisputed Era, the in the main event. They're setting up a a, a ladies' table. A ladies' tables match. Okay. To that point, who would you bring into a ladies' stable? That stable. To that. Okay, so bring it's, in uh, it's Raquel. Conti, uh, uh, Dakota Kai, Raquel, who we don't know anything Sonya about. Sonya Deville. Make everybody confused. Do the twin magic stuff like the Bella Twins used to do with Raquel and Sonya Deville. That's how you do it right there. Put Liv Morgan on so Dom has to find her. No. <laughs> do you bring do you bring Chelsea into that stable? I think Chelsea would I think one Chelsea should be doing something more than what she's doing now, and I think that could be good. Um I do think it's leading to something at least. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it is. I'm just an impatient AW fan. Fair enough. I'd, I don't watch the week to week NXT anymore. Let's bring Nia well, Jax into the, the stable. Either, so. <laughs> What'd you say, Steve? <laughs> Let's bring Nia Jax into the stable. Nia Jax. Ooh, now that's a that's an insurance policy. Yeah, she'll punch you in the yeah. face and get injured herself. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so, so have, so have, have Jax. We'll bring down Tamina, and then we'll put Conti so in there. Can, we'll put Conti in there because she could. You know, jujitsu somebody's face before she leaves. Is right. she released or no? What's going on there? <laughs> I have no idea. So it seems messy. I think it's all storyline. Oh, that'd be I don't know what the storyline is. I just think it eventually will. <laughs> I just I'm trying my best not to get worked again. Uh, so everything is now kayfabe. Oh, Tanyara Conti does like a Kona Reeves gimmick. She thinks she's the finest, so she deserves more money than like. Shayna Baszler. But she is the finest. <laughs> but she is. Okay, moving yeah. on. No, sorry, yeah, no. <laughs> just pausing. But she is. So. All right, so obviously we know that this one's not over. Now we've got, you know, now we've added somebody else to, we've added a female Scott Steiner to the mix. So we're, uh, you know, we're set up like that. Chat, not again. Was that on purpose? I thought I started playing in a. I thought I was clicking on YouTube or something. I, mean, I haven't touched my. I was on Instagram, <laughs> but it was. Where the fuck Jim Johnston's here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that are maybe not listening to this, that we have this bot called Jim Johnston. Yes, that one. And he just plays Sweet music and stuff. <laughs> and just play, music. I am the table. Well, it makes it, it was perfect for the, you know, to end that the table never broke. So, oh. yeah. I always hate when they don't break. It's okay, so. In WWE, the tables usually will break, right? I think the women are yeah. too light. I think the women are too light to go through these tables. They have to. They have to gimmick them more. I think. Yeah, uh, this coming from the AEW Mark, whose champion was Riho. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're too light, but they also don't get enough 
momentum. Right. They so if kind of there has to be a coalition for throwing women through tables that uh, make sure that the tables one are able to be, you know, cut in half by uh, tossing a women a woman who weighs between fifty and eighty pounds through a table. Um, I, I, it's it's okay. everywhere. The, stop throwing women through tables unless you really really have to and know for a fact they'll go through because it really defeats the purpose when the table doesn't break. Um, I was cool with it in this instance. I mean, it looked gnarly, so that's what you really want to have a table spot. To be fair, well, before I kind of want the table to break in a table spot. Yeah, oh, so predictable. I, I think what that you was just though, because like they were at least attempting it off the top rope. She, in theory, should have broken the table if she landed in the right spot. You know what? Nick Foley went but off, went off the hell, the hell, the uh, hell in a cell, sixty feet off the, off of the fucking thing through a table. So, and he went through. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Mick Foley was also probably table. like two, two something, and Tegan Knox is definitely not two something. Right, so we gotta get the women to carbo load. Or else know. no table spots. She we is pretty. She's too sweet. So you know, uh, Tegan is billed at one forty one. May not be just two something. Billed at hefty. She's we don't talk sweet. about women's weights here. <laughs> it's unprofessional. It's twenty twenty. I'm really fortunate. She was smaller in NXT, though. Yikes. <laughs> That's All right. nice, by the way. I just want to be sure. Let's go on to our special singles match. <laughs> special singles match. It's so special, guys. Special singles was, match. It, was it the special singles match because of Valentine's Day? Or well, just, <laughs> just, all, I'm, all I'm thinking of is... Uh, Special singles match, you know, in New Japan. So that's you know, when, they, <laughs> when they call that out. So it was uh, it was sexy Prince Balor and his thirteen pack. The guy everyone loves. His thirteen pack and his full bulge. bulge. It was full bulge Prince Prince Balor versus Johnny Wrestling Gargano. Johnny and Johnny Wrestling. <laughs> Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Kickout, whatever you're going to call him. Johnny Carnage. Ruthless Aggression. Johnny Nobel. Were his, um, his trunks and, and, and clothing inspired by uh, Demon Balor with the, with the red and black uh, kind of painted no. on look? Carnage, Carnage from, from Marvel Comics. Marvel. Is that what that was? Yeah. Right. I, thought it was a, I thought it was a throwback to... to Balor himself. I thought that would have been a really good connection. No. But I guess no, I hope they never do that. Demon Balor ever again. They're getting into oh. deep cuts of the Marvel. <laughs> so you don't want to see Demon Balor again? I don't ever want to see Demon Balor in a ring again. I feel like the fiend killed that should have killed that part of Finn Balor. But I'm with that, Larson that on a- Larson's original like response to demon balor i think it's kind of stupid unless he started like just like the fiend beating the ever-living shit out of people like just going crazy like like he did in new japan when he was leader of bullet club but he doesn't i don't know give me jack the ripper balor anytime and i'm too totally fucking into it every single time so this match happened right nothing really yeah it happened you know, you're gonna you're gonna get your your standard Balor spots, your standard Gargano spots. No one's gonna, everyone's gonna kick out of everything for 50 minutes, and uh, you move on. Yeah, Balor Lots put dick in face at the end of the match. 
it was a, it was done. <laughs> so what were you saying, Steve? You were saying something too. Uh, just that there was a lot of John Woo drop kicks, which I've never heard it called that before. Mm-hmm. It's true. They used to just call them the, you know, just a drop kick. Why all or, of a sudden I always heard of in... shotgun drop kicks? So why change? What happened? Yeah, I, don't know. I, I feel like they've been doing it since Bala came back and turned heel. My question is, who the fuck is John Woo? I'm googling it now. <laughs> oh, he's a he's a film director, if I remember right. He's a Hong Kong film director. Uh, uh, I know that I've seen his movies. He's 73 years old. Oh, yeah, he did Face Off, some... Mission Impossible Two. Huge acting director. If you want to take his face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh he didn't broke an arrow. Oh. Oh, oh dude. Man. Oh, Mission Impossible 2. That's one with the bikes, right? I think and the so. mountain climbing. Yes. And the take a look around. <laughs> it's the biscuit. Something it. up your town. I don't know which one that was. A movie called To Hell with the Devil. So. He's a really big action director. He actually has some really... Yeah. And scenes. the Robinsons lost in space. <laughs> Oof. Cult club. Oh, wow. Man. Some of the stunts in that, man. I have a big head, Tanya. Different Robinsons. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's for, that's for the meme. <laughs> God, why'd be that? All right. So, yeah, John Woo and then... Woo! <laughs> Let's say are the are the John Woo dropkicks gonna get a woo, woo now from, woo! from everybody? Oh, I feel like you got a woo every time you say woo. <laughs> Do you really? Do yes. you really need to? Yes, of course. One thing uh, yeah. I can say um, about the whole show in general is I'm very proud of my hometown crowd because they hyped the shit out of this entire card. Yes, I am very proud of yeah. being there. The crowd was alive for the whole thing. It was nice. Great crowd. Also, mm-hmm. got to give credit to NXT for pacing the show real well with like match yeah. layouts. It's almost like takeovers are really good. Oh, I mean, they did <laughs> like, like just you know, six like, matches in three hours. Even though this one wasn't great, it's still better than uh, at it's least it was great. It's not that it was great; it's that like none of the matches had like a shocking ending, unless you're Dom and yeah. you're surprised by NWO Sonya Deville. <laughs> or I was, I was surprised, but not in a pleasant way. You know? Well, the reason. I feel like the real reason behind is you going crazy over the show was it's the first pay-per-view in Portland since uh, since No Way Out 2008. Oh, gosh. Um, wow. I mean, that was a good show. I mean, you got Jericho HBK on that show. But... It was a long time coming. Let's just leave it at that. And it was a standalone takeover. Like they got, they didn't have like to go on Saturday and then you know 
Portland didn't have to sit through like a four hour like I don't know shit show like <laughs> uh payback or something like that you know some shitty yeah. like yeah pay per view no one gives a shit about well and the thing is like <clears throat> Portland has wrestling in its blood but we don't have a venue for a, that could hold a big pay per view for WWE yeah. Um, because How big was we, that all, venue tonight? Um, the Moda Center only holds... It isn't huge. Um, that's where the Blazers play. Um, let me check uh, the max capacity. Capacity is just under 20,000. That's a fair amount for a... Yeah, for like a regular like WWE pay-per-view, they could pull it off. I was gonna say that's a non-WrestleMania level pay-per-view. That's yeah. the only one that that's that a, wouldn't that's fit. Throw yeah, Night of Champions in there, boom. All right. So back to back to our our, our standard fare of Finn Balor, John, Johnny Gang, Gar- Gang- Gang- Wow, Johnny 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 Gangrene, Johnny Gangrene, Gang- Gang- <laughs> wow. Shut up, it's 11 o'clock and I gotta work in the morning. Alright, so <laughs> basically are we, do we all have Johnny Gargoyle? Oh my god. <laughs> you can just say Johnny. We are, just say yeah, Johnny. No. I don't John know. Confused with John do we Morris. have Johnny Gargano fatigue? I've had Johnny Gargano fatigue. Yes. I've had Johnny Gargano fatigue since after the Champa feud. That was his peak. But honestly, I can Mm. say the same about Balor. I like Balor right now. Balor coming back did a lot for him for like the first like I think few weeks, and then it just was the same. Yeah. Move set we've seen a million times. He. I wish he changed the move set up a little bit more when he turned heel. Yeah. Besides changing the, the. you know the name of the John Woo kicks. Um, well, he called himself Prinks. Well, he also kind of <laughs> added a little bit more elevation to the 1916. Like when Mox the 1916 tonight was amazing. It was gorgeous. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like it had like a little bit their head a little more. Well, it, 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 he put him up uh, <laughs> vertically, right? But then uh, it was, he was at like a awkward angle, bringing him down. Yeah, but it was like so controlled. That when he when he eventually brought him down, it looks like like he hit him square in the top of the head, but it was so protected and so gorgeous that you know you, only Finn Balor can can do that. You know that perfect nineteen sixteen. Yeah, my my problem with that is that I feel like that move has now lost its special flavor. Because he only brought that out against after people that he was going up against time after time after time. Like he brought that up against um, the, what was it? The first time he used it, that was against Owens in Japan, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like he had fought Owens, he'd fought Owens, and he couldn't get him. And then all of a sudden, boom! He brought it, he brought out 1916, and where they called it still Bloody Sunday before it, they rebranded it. But the fact that he brought it out then, it had such a special fit, and then he didn't use it all the time. Now he's using it every every time. He used it. Well, it's a seal be- finisher now. But see, that's but- well, yeah. But I think I'm pretty sure back in New Japan, he would occasionally hit the coup de gras, but like they'd be on like all fours, and he'd like stomp their back, 
so it'd look a little like harsher. I think if Sometimes, you started yeah. doing that, that would probably be a little better than a 1916. I think you're getting really close into curb stomp territory, and he's his moveset is already like 90% Seth Rollins' moveset, and I don't think you want to <laughs> go into the exact same thing. Oh. Yeah. Am I wrong? I'm not No, wrong. you're not. You're absolutely not. You have a point, but Seth Rollins isn't a terrible wrestler, so I wouldn't be mad if somebody copied his style. I just never need to see the sling blade again. I don't yeah, want to see it. I, I could do it without the sling blade. So how is it that we've got to the point where we're already tired of Finn Balor when we're so happy <laughs> that he came to NXT? What is wrong with us? We're what wrestling we do? Right, the most fickle people on the planet. Yeah, no, we're fickle. No, there's. I think that the reasoning behind it is NXT has an overabundance of talent and a lot of them do more exciting stuff than Finn does just because he didn't change coming back. Like, he basically does main roster matches as far as his moveset and what he does in NXT, and that just doesn't cut it anymore for NXT. All right, there's one opinion. Anybody else got other things? So I just want to, to see start, more like, different wrestlers doing things. And, like, springboard, you know, like, he just needs to start doing flippy shit, is basically what you're saying. Basically, because that's kind of the reasoning behind... But that's not all NXT is. True, but that's I'm what... I'm not sure it's not. You got even the big guy doing flippy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... The reason people love NXT as much as they do is because it's like watching the flippy shit that people like to watch on the indies while still watching a higher quality WWE product. Yeah. Nothing will it, ever touch NXT TakeOver's production. Do they, exactly. Is, this stage, is, this, is the stage new? Is that a new stage for them or have they been using that one? I believe so. I, I don't recall seeing that. that at past yeah, I think that was new because we were doing new. the WWE. It looked really it. good. They should use that for Raw instead of that abomination they use now. <laughs> the fucking half pipe that they got. It's terrible. <laughs> but what's Kevin Owens oh, going to cannonball off of? Sidetrack. Imagine literally Harvey anything Allen else <laughs> doing a fucking skate trick off the half pipe. Aw, oh, see, I like that. Why no? Why? <laughs> it's useless because Darby Allen's an AEW. Oh, yeah, an AEW is basically think... useless. Exactly. Hey, hey, what's not? Yeah, hey. Pretty much. You know what? That's not very nice, but you're entitled to your garbage opinion, so I'll let you have it. Well, I like AEW, but it's NXT is the more like sport authentic one right now. AEW's doing more like fucking goofy shit. But Which was that's... supposed to be the opposite, right? That's interesting. Yeah. NXT has been the more serious, grounded show and AEW's modeled like the the new league or a new league or whatever, so... It's like it's like, a, it's like uh, AEW is the, is the XFL for yep. wrestling. Whoa, I like that. the XFL. I've XFL is all the fantastic. Oh, I've enjoyed it's kind of every game. I've enjoyed Every fucking game I've watched. You've enjoyed a fantastic high-scoring game of 6-3? to It's fun to watch, though. 
It's okay, fun to so watch everybody him. screw up. Anyway, no, 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 we are not going down this road in this cast. Hold on, you guys hold can on. Have, I got one thought. I got one thought. Own, got one thought. You can have your own one. <laughs> you can have your own fucking friendo cast if you want to talk about this. No, no, like, no listen, not listen. tonight. Not tonight. We are not doing this. Danny boy. Danny boy. Danny fucking boy. put down right now. We're not doing <laughs> All right, Dan. Quick plug oh, for my, my podcast because I do talk about the XFL on my show. Just feel free. Uh, plug away. But yeah, whatever. Not right. here. We are not doing that. No, here. we're not talking about it here because we're going to talk about it over on the Bullseye pa- uh, podcast on Apple, Spotify, literally anywhere. Uh, if you like the uh, Tampa Bay Vipers, which no one does anymore because they're garbage, and you want to talk shit about them like I do, join us over there. Uh, link is in the description. <laughs> No, you have to do it. <laughs> I'll edit that out. Fuck. Right, good job, man. I forgot about the magic of editing. I'll just put him at the end. So I'll just kind of just <laughs> tuck that in there at the end. Totally and, kidding. Um, all right. Anyway, on, to yeah, on to the... Go you, know, you go, yes? Oh, no, I was just going to say, for the whole Finn Balor thing, it's we have our expectations so high, probably lower them just a bit. The fact that you're saying that we have to lower our expectations about Finn Balor. Look, when I'm looking at Finn Balor, when I hear Finn Balor back in NXT, I think eight star match, okay? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but compare that to, like you were saying about AEW, you're expecting this huge immaculate thing. Not really. I mean, they're new. They kind of suck ass at anything right now. I I don't. (laughs) I don't think it's fair to say that you have to lower your expectations when you look go back to his original run in NXT and look at his matches with like someone like Kevin Owens or Samoa Joe or Samoa Joe and those are phenomenal and you've got guys at the same level if not higher in NXT today and he can't do it had, well, okay. I think that that's just because NXT he's had, evolved. And he's he, had one he, match in NXT. Evolving. He's had one takeover match, and it was against Johnny Gargar. Gar, I did it. Gargano. Johnny G. Johnny G. And it wasn't bad. I mean, that's what. What are you comparing it to? I mean, I, I, I just, yeah, I have, I have fatigue. I don't think that they're bad. I don't think that no. he's done anything wrong. I just think that I'm tired of him because I've seen so much other stuff. And so then it's, it, it kind of, you know, it's, it's like being at the buffet and I'm like, you know what? I've had enough of the freaking sushi. I want to go and get some, you know, some of the other stuff on the other end of the buffet, you know? I don't think it's yeah. that you're taught or I don't think that you can classify it as fatigue of Finn Balor. It's just NXT evolved. And while NXT was evolving, <laughs> Finn Balor was on main losing to Bobby Lashley in five-minute matches. Same. So when Kids. he goes back to NXT, he's like, okay, I'm going to have a match with, like, Killian Dane on TV, and it's going to be slow-paced, right? But Killian Dane actually, like, does handspring cutters, you know? He's yeah. not ready for this evolved version of NXT. So he should go to Evolve to learn how to evolve. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you heard it I here see, first. I see what you Finn did Bella there. Do evolve. Speaking of evolvements, hey, anyway, women's style match. That I don't have a segue. Perfect segue. I don't have a segue. But actually, someone who has evolved very well in her 
in her wrestling is Bianca Belair. And oh, of yeah. course, she's been great. We got Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. Well, I mean, it was a fantastic title match. And it ended, of course, with with sweet, sweet Rhea winning again. <laughs> but man. <laughs> oh, my God. You mean Raquel's friend? Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> Raquel. Any more like a serial killer? Sweet, sweet, sweet. Tell me more about about this Tegan, please. What do you think about Tegan? It's a real thought for Tegan. Go do it now. Yeah, I like your skin, girl. Sweet, sweet Welsh. And you know we're going to do a really great job of bringing in the women's demographic in this damn friendo cast if we keep going down this road. So yeah, are there even women in Discord? I, I, anyway, but yes. So Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. <laughs> okay, first we need to find women wrestler wrestling fans. Then we worry about getting on the Discord. Well, there's there's plenty, plenty of the women's Facebook. wrestling fans. There's plenty on the Facebook group. Because Facebook is a safe place. Discord is where the pros live. <laughs> this, this, we literally have a picture. cult it's of a horny, horny Discord. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't think... Alright, so I don't think anyone with a, with a weak stomach would even be able to make it through the, our Discord Wednesdays situation. Which is, which is just Facebook. Which is just every which day. Just Facebook group. They wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. They like, yeah, the Discord is free to join. Like, just watch out on Wednesday. Thanks for, thanks for that plug there, Rob. <laughs> That's fantastic. Street join? Yeah, there you go. So, yep. Rhea Ripley, yeah, defeated Bianca Belair, right? Yeah, guys. Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah. That was a that was definitely a match that happened. That's <laughs> honestly probably my favorite match. I mean, hey, they do women's like wrestling really better short. than AEW. My, yeah, my it felt, it it was felt really, really short. Finished to come out of nowhere. Which yeah. I understand because That's it, yeah. you're paying Charlotte to show up, so... <laughs> yeah. I just thought she was going to hit that Riptide like a, like a deep six. I had like one extra... The finish was awkward. I I, was the finish awkward to you guys? Because yeah, like, oh, the top was. rope into the... It just, I was like... That doesn't feel like that should have ended the match there, but maybe that's what I'm just... saying. If she added like one more full rotation on it, it would have been a little just mm-hmm. that much better, I think. Well, she's not King Corbin, so she can't do the deep six. You know. Hey, you're not six. <laughs> <laughs> Is it she Australian? Yeah. So wouldn't it be a nine? Since it's been up there, so oh like, my god. god! Oh my god! Because nice. who said that? Who said that? Who's, that? who's out now? Mute his right. ass. Right. Right. Who's been kicked right. out? That was Luckman. Right. No. Right. <laughs> right. Thanks. Thanks for the dad jokes. All right. Yeah. Because you know. Someone asked you. So, uh, so obviously we know that this set up because the woo, the other woo. Woo! Woo! Wait, Ric Flair showed up? I missed. No, that? John Woo showed up. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, John Woo. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the other other Woo. Sorry, David the, Flair can't show up. Dead. <laughs> oh, Tranquilo God. Woo showed up. So. <laughs> Zelina? John Woo versus Kevin Dunn. He gets the job. 
No, that's Black Mass Woo. I came back. I had to finish it off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why are we talking about the face off Rick Flair's 20 year old wife was at Takeover? No. <laughs> Wait, Wulu? Sure, sure, maybe. I don't know. Was she? Did she buy a ticket? I don't know. Can we have a discussion about Bianca's fantastic gear? That was was best gear ever. Feel free. Have a a discussion about it. Go. Uh, I have a... It was really good. I have a bad take. very good. I have a bad take. Go ahead. Yikes. If you're gonna, if you're going to be, if you're going to wear Black History Month gear, you shouldn't lose to a white woman on a pay per view. Fair enough. Yeah, kind of fair. There's an argument to be made there, but definitely. she's not a white American woman. <sighs> yeah, yeah, but they're not talking during the match, and casual fans are gonna be like, "Well, that's weird." Yeah, but you know, maybe that's just maybe I'm reading too much into it. I just, it's the first thing I thought of when, you know, it was very obviously, you know, Black History Month gear. Yeah. But there's also been worse, like, Black History Month representation and African American representation in WWE in general. Yet we forget about Booker T and Triple H. Like, oof. Or when uh, Seth Rollins' uh, hoodie curb stomp on the Martin Luther King Jr. Day. What was that? Oh. I don't know. Or like Vince McMahon being racist to Kofi last year. Yeah, no, so WWE's track record isn't good, but like (laughs) I'm not sure I would have done Like I I can I can keep going actually. Like if you want me to just keep listing off all the racist stuff WWE's done. Yeah, let's not roll into it. Let's let's not roll into that. You can have it's your own podcast for that. So. It was just an observation I had, but let's keep it let's keep it rolling because I gotta go. But I, 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 yeah. I think there's a point to say that I feel like maybe they were using that and also her parents at, at ringside as the the famous WWE trope that you know any inspiration other than just wanting to beat the person leads to you losing. So <laughs> it's the oh my parents are here. To cheer me on. Guess what? You're going to lose. You know, oh, my or daughter's Or if you're here. in your hometown. Yes, or if you're in your hometown. Oh, you know, it's it's that trope. And I'm like... Moral of the story, be a heartless competitor. And then get somebody to come out of the, you know, out of the back that you don't know to beat your opponent when you can't. So, yeah. Get someone Raquel. from the Florida loop to help you out. Raquel. I, I, I don't know. It, it, I mean, it was, a, it was actually I, not so much the, um, for me, not so much the whole Black History Month stuff, but the, the, the Nubian thing going on was actually really cool, too. So I was like, oh, yes. yeah. That was yeah. Very cool. Yeah, like the giant cape was actually very cool. I don't know what type of necklace that is called, but I really enjoyed that. The, um, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Does Bianca get into the title match, or is this, or was that just I, a "I'm getting you back" thing at the end? I said it during the I chat. Think I still think you're going to get Charlotte versus Bianca takeover. Charlotte has to go through I both Bianca and Rhea at Mania. That makes it a Mania-worthy match for sure. Yeah, but I mean Charlotte's going to beat Bianca. And I don't want to see that. 
I think yeah, I don't want to see Bianca lose. Really, or is a there lot. any chance you see Charlotte not winning at Mania simply because they're she's done so much that her losing to either one of them would build them both up tremendously. I could see Rhea retaining. Yeah, because I think I I've... think I genuinely think that if uh, if Bianca doesn't win at Mania, she's headed for main roster and for bigger and better things. Did you just call main roster bigger and better? Definitely bigger. <laughs> just because it's definitely a better paycheck. I mean, it's better. Uh, better, but maybe better that for paycheck. her. Even if she, I honestly think she. All right, so I'm I'm terribly sick of the of the four horse women on main. Period. I think you know losing to or beating Charlotte or losing to Charlotte here gives her a reason to get on the main roster and actually have a feud, like a real feud with Charlotte. Because I don't see Charlotte coming down to NXT. Per se, like I Finn did. did. She's got. I don't she's got. Charlotte a... losing WrestleMania weekend at all. She's, um, she's the Roman Reigns of the women's division. She's not losing. Here's my problem with like going back to uh, going back to having a triple threat with Bianca and Rhea at Mania. I don't see the appeal in having a triple threat women's match. Um, for the title at Mania again. If it did happen, all I think is Bianca was taking the pin. Sadly, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Or else Rhea was taking the pin for for easy. Bianca, and Charlotte just happens to be there as the enhancement to give him the rub. Just How hard would it be for Bianca to tie her hair around both? Uh, Charlotte and Rhea and uh, pin them but at the same time. Not very I mean, hard. Right? It wouldn't be very hard. She out. It shouldn't be that hard. Alright, so... That's the end of so, yeah. so here's here's my deal now. Um, I am going to... It's been late for me, so you guys can continue on. I'm going to sign off as host and I'll let um, someone else just randomly run that now. Welcome on. Hello? Huh? You guys oh. choose about you know, <laughs> it's, not Mad Max. it's not It's not Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. You all choose amongst yourselves. I'm not angry. So. Who, who watched this Let show? Let me <laughs> Alright, so I got this. Alright, <laughs> Hey, thanks everybody. Uh, and out. Take it easy. Oh, he's already gone. I mean, to be fair, Luckman did run the gauntlet. All right, I'm, gonna, title, I'm actually so. going to sign off also because i got to wake up in the uh, Peace out, bitches. Love you. See you later, Austin. Enjoy your nut water. See ya. See ya. Um, oh, I thought it was Austin leaving. Sorry. No, that I know, was... I'm still here. You're not Austin. I'm Austin. It was me, Austin. Austin. How many times I had to explain that growing up? <laughs> A bunch, a lot, along with <laughs> Austin Power jokes. I'll tell you what. There's a, a, a slight uh, detour here. Um, Triple H is doing his post show uh, conference call right now, and there's an interesting bit. Now, who, who's who's the Portlander over here in the, in the uh, chat? That would be me. So you said there was an event in 2008, right? Yeah, that was uh, No Way Out 2008, and that's the last big show they ran in Portland. Yep. 
So um, one of the things Triple H said was, tonight was the highest grossing WWE event in Portland since 2008. He says he's very proud of that. Well, yeah, I mean... They haven't had, had one there since, have they? No, they haven't. All we've had <laughs> are SmackDown and Raw tapings, and those are few and far between. Okay, so it's, it did better than any SmackDown or Raw since uh, 2008. That's not too bad then. Yeah. Fair I mean, enough. I thought I was that, yeah. I, I, I mean, that's also taking into account that people kind of hate SmackDown and Raw since <laughs> 2008. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Raw, Raw's actually solid now. I mean, for three hours, it's good. Yeah, but we haven't. Still really, too long, but yeah. We haven't had a Raw since it got better again. We've only had SmackDown. Oof. SmackDown's ass. Oh dear. Yeah, I was real stoked when months ago they announced SmackDown coming to Boston this month. And now I'm like, oh, do I really want to get tickets? Baron Corbin. Yeah. Now I, if like well, I see to, tickets to be fair, it's Raw, also the SmackDown like, where John Cena is returning, hours. so I probably will. I I will go to SmackDown for John Cena. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking, right, speaking of, of John Madden. Cena, we had the next match, which was <laughs> Ooh, the tag exactly. team match. And obviously, John Cena is world-renowned for being a fantastic tag team wrestler. In fact, he's a several-time tag team champion. Which is One actually time true. he won it with David Otunga. Which is actually shocking. <laughs> yeah, Shawn Michaels, too. Yep. Randy Orton. There's Batista. others, probably. But Batista? He was tag, tag champs with Batista. I recall when... You remember when uh, Batista, Batista hit the... Batista powerbomb on him, like off the top rope or something like that, and broke his neck. Oh, yeah. I believe the build was that they were like tag team champions together for like three minutes. <laughs> Not three actually minutes. three minutes, but like they were like, a, I guess, tag team champions for like a hot second. So, oh, yeah. That's how yeah, I'll do but that. But that was the build for their first match, which I don't remember what pay per view it was at. That was at a SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh, it was a cool, uh, it was like the SummerSlam with like the movie, like set, like the Hollywood, like Boulevard, like movie theater. Yeah. Staples Center. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cena yeah. and Batista definitely did carry the belts together. Wow. You are correct. Uh, speaking yeah. of tag titles, Cena Miz? John Cena and Batista held the tag titles for seven days in August of 2008. Oof. Uh, Cena and wow. Miz held the titles together. I swear he... Oh, he didn't hold it Randy. I thought he did. Probably no VW. I mean, the prototype and Randy Orton. Oof, what a tag team. Wow. They're and a botanist. Whatever I'm reading doesn't mention Randy Orton, but it says he was tag champs with the Miz for zero days. David Otonga <laughs> for one day. Batista <laughs> for seven days. And Shawn Michaels for 63 days. Obviously, Shawn Michaels is the best. <laughs> um, throughout his four tag championship reigns, he had an average of just under 18 days per reign. Thanks to Shawn Michaels. And accumulatively, among his reigns, 71 days. 63 wow. of those days were with Shawn Michaels. <laughs> so does that yeah, this analysis from the friend of tag team wrestler? I mean the Rockers. Well, but but not, I mean not the Rockers. They they never won that tag titles. They did it a live show, but they don't put that in the record book. So yeah, 
But speaking of a man who's won too many titles, we come to a man, Matt Riddle, who won his first NXT title. And he's been around for like at least a year. So yeah, this was a good match yeah. and stuff. I'd say match the night for me. Yeah, yeah definitely for me too. Fair. I wish I would have been in the Moda Center for that pop. Mm-hmm. How much fish could Bobby that. Fish fry if Bobby Fish mm-hmm. could fry fish? How much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? No, guys. How much? How much fish could Bobby fry? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I got you, Rob. How much fish could Bobby fry fish? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Fish. God damn it. How much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry? Wait, if, if Bobby Fish had fish. <laughs> Man. Sorry, Matt Rogan said that several times in a row, and he's stoned all the time. That's, he's a high functioning human being. You know, it's Bobby legal could here. fry fish fry Bobby if Bobby fried. How fry. much fish could Bobby fish <laughs> fry <laughs> if Bobby fish could fry fish? How much fish could Bobby fish fry if Bobby fish could Someone fry fish? How much yep. fish could Bobby fish <laughs> I can't say it more than once to stop messing up. <laughs> the thing is, during the show, I said it like seven times. <laughs> oh, I had words to help, these. which was hilarious. How much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? How Boom. much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? Uh huh. Yeah. Nice. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but whenever that popped up on the screen, I was dying of laughter. <laughs> yeah, and then I the Bobby dying... uh, Big Mouth bass. Yes, I oh, was yeah, that's dying of laughter until the highlight of the whole match is uh, Bobby Fish's head on a on a fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't help that he's got the fish on his ass now, too. Yeah, he's always yeah. had that ass fish. So here's Actually, the no, question: He used to have uh, Infamous on his ass. That's what it was. <laughs> Which didn't even make sense. So here's a question for y'all. Is that purely Matt Riddle, or is that Hunter Paul, if you want to call him that? Is that just his humor, or Matt's humor? That's Matt's humor. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's, that's, that's Matt Riddle sitting in his uh, Florida apartment with his kids, smoking a Smoking bowl. a dube. <laughs> and like, just thinking, like, wait a second. Bobby Fish. You can fry fish, <laughs> but how much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? That's oh, I'm calling Paul real quick. Hey, Hunter, I got this idea for NXT this week. Let me go out there. I got this little rhyme I came up with. Also, can I have my match against Lesnar at next year's WrestleMania? <laughs> no? Alright, thanks. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, he's champ now, so that's good for him. That's one, that's one tick on the road to Brock. He's... Well, let him get a singles title first before he How much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? How much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? How much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? Fish? He just wouldn't stop. And it made my night. 
to make it a little serious for a sec, so like, so Matt Riddle okay, won his title and like a, for like first title in a year being in NXT, but like it took to track back to Keith Lee for a second. It took Keith Lee like what a solid like two and a half years to win the North American title. Not that long. I mean, he he well, he was he was signed to NXT for a while and then didn't do anything for quite a while. But then yeah. when he turned up, it seemed like I don't know. Let's have a look. You might be right. Like, I, I remember hearing that they signed him, and then I think on an episode of Going in Raw, I remember Steve saying, did you hear that Keith Lee was, like, like being a fake security guard at, like, an NXT show or something like that? <laughs> so May, th- May 2018 is when he signed. And he so didn't two years. The- yeah. Holy so it's been, shit. It took him two fucking years to win the North American title. Made his in-ring debut in August of that year, 2018. He it feels like he didn't show up until he didn't do. It feels like yeah, it feels like he didn't start doing anything until recent, last year. Very recently, mm-hmm. like mid to late last year. Yeah, like maybe like right after like Takeover Mania, wherever Mania was, uh, Takeover New York. Yeah. Wow, oh, man! Remember, remember when uh, Keith Lee lost to Lars Sullivan? Who? Yeah. Who? Oh, the famous gay porn star. Lars yeah. Lars. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah. I knew I shouldn't have mentioned him. Damn it. Yeah, this match was good, though. I mean, gay porn aside, this to me, this was kind of like my gay porn. Something that <laughs> I don't well, come across yeah. that much. Like, good tag team wrestling. But man, when I see it, I'm all over that stuff. Yeah. I've I've come to realize that all I care about at this point is tag team wrestling because that's what I get most excited for. <laughs> Unless I'm it's one guy. My my one fear <laughs> is that there's nobody else in the tag division in NXT. Brizongo is injured again, or half of them are. Mm-hmm. The Forgotten Sons are like legitimately Who? forgotten now. Exactly. <laughs> You have you have the undisputed era who I hope never go up to Maine because all four of those guys can hold the titles over and over again and it's still mm-hmm. like feel refreshing. And then you have the Broser weights, which are eventually are gonna implode and you're eventually gonna see Pete Dunn, you know, just go back to like snapping people's fingers over and over again and like being heel about it. So I think you they, could they see, gotta start yeah. signing tag teams. Or Let's talk about teams that tag teams that they could build that are already signed. I was so going to say you could bring back to guys. NXT exactly. No, I'm talking about <laughs> those who are on the NXT roster now that could tag together and make something good out of it. Who are those so Canadian like, guys that are friends with Kevin Owens are a tag team? They've been on NXT a couple times, hmm. dropping out. Oh, the dude with like they yeah yeah they they're like French Canadian. They have the little uh like French monarch like symbol on their tights. They have very yeah yeah. Tights. Okay yeah. I like, I like I like the cuts of their jibs. Yeah, or bring Mustache Mountain over from the UK because you know. I was going to say mustache bring Grizzled Young Veterans over. Imperium over and over again doesn't cut it for. I don't World War Two guys get it. <laughs> 
Um. Yep. Huh. Are we supposed to have uh, well, Dan Matha and Riddick Moss as a tag team? God, I hope not. Well, Riddick I think Moss they were a team on the house. Now, but... Yeah, house Riddick Moss is twenty four seven champion. I think you're right. Yeah, they're on NXT UK as well. Riddick Moss and uh, Dan Matha. Really? Yeah, they call yeah. themselves the Outliers, which makes sense. Fun fact about Riddick Moss: He won singles gold on main roster before Sami Zayn. <laughs> you said fun fact. Ouch! I'm having fun with it. So, like, well. when when you think when you say, "Oh, Sami Zayn is such a great wrestler," think about that for a second. Gross, that that Riddick Moss won singles gold before Sami uh, Zayn. Mojo Raleigh won singles gold before Sami Zayn. Oh. The Singh brothers won single gold before Sami Zayn. I'm sad now. Yeah. (laughs) On to bigger and better things. Adam Cole is still your NXT champion. Bye-bye. And this, I, I thought this was a great match. I mean... I enjoyed the end of it. You know, <laughs> yeah. when it concluded. Yeah. I mean, it was a little slow throughout, but I was starting to get tired because the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. But that's because yeah. TakeOver was like four hours this time. and no, It was know. still only three hours. Yeah. Let's it, keep it half-ish, yeah. It just... we, we've been doing this for like two hours now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought we, we started, started around... An hour and ten minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. It's not too bad. We've got six hours of recording on Craig. It's all good. Well, in my defense, I'm playing The Witcher right now, so I'm not exactly 100% focused. Well, now you tell us. Uh, I told you all in the beginning of the chat, too, before we had Craig. I was hey, listening. Austin, why didn't you tell us sooner? I just don't yeah, know what Cole's going to do at uh, TakeOver Tampa. I mean, uh, Dream will lose the title to Dream. But Dream's working with Roddy. He's doing a TV match and then moving on to Cole. Yeah, poor Roddy, but it could happen. It should happen. I mean, Dream versus Roddy. To... I feel like I feel like if they if Dream was able to come back in time, I feel like that's the they wanted to do. They wanted to try and shove Dream and Roddy onto here so they could then immediately start Dream and Cole for a huge build to Mania. But Dream wasn't able to come back in time, so now they have to do like a regular TV, like three match or whatever, like three match like seg- segment or whatever. Yeah, um, I feel like it would have been a lot more entertaining. Well, not entertaining, but it would have brought a lot more if they would have had Cross pop out of the crowd. And um, stop Champa from winning the gold. Then just going back to the Gargano well again. Mm-hmm. Oh, but um, it's different this time. Now Johnny's the heel. Yeah. Again. And he doesn't make a good heel. Sadly. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like, unless he doesn't dog the crowd. If he leaves the crowd out of it and be like, you know what happened last time champ champa was the champ you know he went out there and he disrespected all you blah 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 i'm saving you from that 
but then that's so he goes to Seth Rollins real route. close to the Seth Rollins Messiah gimmick. He did that in his last heel run too. He thought he was the the guy, the good guy, when he was doing his last heel run. Mm-hmm. He's like, you guys all supported me. I'm the one. I'm the savior of NXT. But that's like all it's... he's gonna do as a bad guy is be well, I'm your savior. He can't well, do it... anything else. Like he's not he's not gonna go away for six months on injury and come back and look like Champa does now. Here's the here's the only way I see. Johnny working well as he, he would have to shit on Candice. Oh Whoa. yeah, yeah, that would yeah get a lot of heat. And then have Candice like suck face with some guy, and then they do the cuck angle on NXT. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I want to see a Johnny Champa feud that doesn't involve Candice for for once. I just want to see Candice actually wrestle. Yeah, me too. Yeah, her and EO is like one of the best matches of all last year. Well, we won't get Candice and EO ever anymore because EO's out for like six months. This six, really? I it may it I I six is just the like standard number I always give injuries. Unless yeah, it's a safe number for like two years or something like that. So So hopefully it's sooner. Yeah, I don't. All I saw was on Twitter uh, the day of the Rumble. I saw like the picture of her knee brace, and I was like, "Oh, jeez." Well, fingers crossed she gets better soon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not not a big fan of this Gargano heel turn. It makes sense to the story because he remembers everything like Champa put him through, but. When it comes to his arc, like it's just it's getting a bit convoluted and messy for me. Which is another thing about NXT main event matches as a whole. Like they're all overbooked. Then that sometimes is great and sometimes it's bad and sometimes it's both. I felt like yeah. tonight was kind of both. Yeah. Well, and it's like, what was the point in bringing DIY back together? Well, that was collide. a special attraction, man. It was yeah, worlds but... collide. It wasn't takeover. It was like. What was the point of having Alex Shelley and Kushida in the Dusty Classic when you could have put a random, another random like tag like team in there, like another like Brozerweights type situation? You know, the thing is, Johnny came out wearing his DIY shirt when he and I think that's, that's what Chapa. they were they were trying to get the fans to be like, oh, Johnny's coming out there to you know be nice and help his buddy out. But like I saw right through that shit. It's just that played was a very, out. That was a very main roster thing. Yeah. Like the, oh, look at this. It's his best friend with a shirt on. Like Moro Ronello. And then Moro, like he hits him with the title. And Moro goes, oh, my mama mia, blah, 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 blah. Mama you me. know, Tope Cone headshot with the title. Like, <laughs> I will say, if it wasn't for the whole dream stuff, whenever Roddy jumped on the apron, I thought, oh, is Roddy actually going to cause him the championship? But I remember. Oh no, it's Roddy versus Dream for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I the think is I don't see them as much as people talk about it. I really don't see them breaking up Era anytime soon. Mm-mm. Nope. They go way too well together. Yeah. Um. And I I see some them adding another person before they ever break them up. I'd like a female to join. Yeah. That could who be the would, new prophecy. Who could, 
who would that be? I remember I from the, um, there was a Raquel. Weird thing. No. <laughs> there was like uh, a weird thing. Tanya Conti was with them for like a week when the when NXT was still on the network. I remember it, and it just looked weird, you mm-hmm. know. But I think if they get someone uh, a more popular uh, indie talent, not like a homegrown like PC female wrestler, you know. What's Scarlett Bordeaux? What about Shotzi? Shotzi Blackheart wouldn't be a bad one. I just feel like she may I... stick out a little more than the other members of Undisputed Era, you know? Like because they're all, yeah. it was a good show. They're yeah. all generic white guys, you know? You <laughs> like, generic white female now. Yeah, you, Scarlet like Bordeaux. Scarlett Bordeaux is not a generic white female. She, n- Never mind. Uh, or, yeah. hell, put Chelsea in there. Yeah, oh, that, that's good. Bring, bad, but I feel like they're building her, her up. being the hot mess. Yeah, and she can't be she can't be the hot mess and be part of like a like a faction that is able to like stay together. <laughs> I don't think they're yeah. actually going to do the hot mess angle, but they really should. I just don't think they're going to do it. They're going to do something close to it. It's like how they did the broken universe, but they did the woken universe because you know. Yeah. Oh, robot voice. <laughs> oh, he's gonna sort that out. <laughs> um, I think yeah. with Johnny Gargano in this story, I think the one thing that we're gonna see <clears throat> is that with this story, it's gonna be like when Triple H was saying, "I wish ages ago." He said, "I wish NXT like talent could stay forever," you know. And I know some of them want to stay forever. This rehash of the story with Champa. This is going to show if NXT guys can stay in NXT forever. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I, you know, this if if the story's stale and the fans don't get behind it, I think I feel like that's kind of part of the test for Triple H to see if he can a like bank off this and possibly move NXT to the big arenas. Yeah, like every week. And I feel like this. Sorry, I was interrupted. No, you're That's good. Cool. You're good. Um, I felt I felt like um, this Gargano Champa feud. It, it reminds me a lot of H3K and Triple H. We seemed like a yeah. big Triple H passion project at the time, and again that ended with Hell in a Cell after what was like a two, a near yeah like a two year rivalry, pretty much like on sometimes off, but. Yeah, and I ended with it was good Hell in a Cell match, but um, Djibouti Dan was saying in the chat while this is going on that it was it's going to lead to the first ever NXT Hell in a Cell match between Champa and Gargano. Which, uh, if that's the end, I'm I'm more okay I'm with, it with than, that. Yeah, yeah, I'd be okay with that. Um, I just thought of another. Just don't woman. make the cage yellow. Oh my god, <laughs> don't oh make god, the cage that yellow. Would be so horrible. Um. I, I thought of another woman seeing as they're thinking that there's a high high possibility of Bianca going back up well going up to main roster um, it would be kind of crazy to see but I feel that Alexa could work very well with them oh yeah oh, she's yeah. not going to go away from main roster Vince likes it too and she's yeah. not going to go away from Nikki Cross right now Mm-hmm. Although yeah, she's doing young, a little weird. She is, and I don't see them 
moving era anytime soon. And in the long run, I could see her dropping down and being in era. I feel like it would work very well. Yeah, I could see that definitely. It would it would work very well. Yeah. I just I, I was praying that Gargano, like when Gargano hit him with the title, like for a split second, I was like, I swear, if he like tears off that DIY shirt to show an undisputed era shirt, I'm gonna throw <laughs> oh, that on would... TV. Cause that would have been the most cheesiest 1997 NWO sold out, you know, type shit. And then like Gargano would have hit him with like a diamond cutter and been like, Oh, bang, I'm not bang. part of the undisputed era. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> honestly, when when he grabbed the title, I thought I honestly thought he was going to say no, you don't win like this. Well, that's yeah, what they that's were trying what to do. Like that's what they were like. Oh look, Johnny's trying to make him win, like fair, truly, yeah. and not cheat. You know, because Chomp was don't still showing that he's still like the black heart. He's still like he's still down to beat the shit out of you any means necessary. He doesn't care. But Gargano was like, no, you, you can't do that, you know? And then, uh, no, swerves him. I'm just sick of constant swerves. I need swerves yeah, to be fair. done better. Like, the last swerve that I was sh- truly shocked by was Seth Rollins turning on Roman, Na- Roman Reigns and that other guy that they don't talk about. No, I mean, yeah. speaking of that other guy, when he turned Bob on Rollins. Bob Marksley. When uh, Ambrose <laughs> turned on uh, Rollins, that was pretty shocking. Not really. I mean, you could, like, okay, I knew, I, I had a feeling Ambrose was going to do that when he got back anyway. Just by the fact that he looked like a mini Triple H and everything. <laughs> yeah, but not on that night. Oh yeah, I forgot. He does it. He did it the same night that Roman announced he had leukemia. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I agree with you. It did it was, when he turned up looking really healy. <laughs> yeah, when he turned up like that. That raw. That raw was actually in Greensboro, and I live in North Carolina, and I wanted oh, nice. to go. And I was like, and I told my dad, I was like, oh, see, told you that show would have been cool to go to, but see, he had a lunatic in his corner. Oh God. <laughs> You may have a <laughs> I remember that promo word for word. You may have a psychopath in your but I have a lunatic and then that stupid hey, really? song. Wait, I thought Roman announced... It only got worse when they added the sirens. I oh, thought Jesus, Roman announced yeah. his leukemia in Providence. So I remember that was no, one I when, wanted to go to. Yeah, no, when um when Mox uh, when Ambrose returned, I believe <laughs> it was in Greensboro. Yeah, before SummerSlam. Yeah. So yeah, um before we wrap things up, uh again, I'm just gonna talk about what Triple H is saying on the conference call. I think it's ended by now. But he does mention someone who worked their last uh, show tonight, Kathy Kelly. So that was that was quite sad. I'm seeing sad. Adam Cole say, "Now you can leave," to Kathy earlier on the night. That was quite hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. Didn't um, help great... that Epico was dogging Kathy in the chat the whole night. What a heel! Gotta go for that cheap. <laughs> yeah, so cheap. Which is weird because he's got loads of money. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think he stays rich? 
Yes, he's a cheap. Because he's a cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Triple H said he knew Kathy Kelly was leaving a while ago, but it took her a while to talk to him because she didn't want to break down. Break it down. Anyway, Triple H leaves the door open. <laughs> Triple H says the door's open. They all work together at some point in the future. She has other dreams. So Triple H basically saying, yeah, she's going to do other stuff. She'll come back. She, she's, you know, she, oh, I wonder great. what she's going to do. I mean, I feel like I, don't, I couldn't see her going to main roster. I think Triple H wanted her to be basically NXT's Renee Young. Well, and I don't she, think Kathy wanted to do that right now. Yeah. I think she wants to have a higher ceiling or probably a better paycheck considering it's NXT. Yeah. Yeah, so she's really good. I, yeah. I only learned recently that she did she was like an announcer or like a backstage like correspondent for Major League Wrestling. Oh really? I didn't yeah, know that. She, yeah, oh. I saw um, Oh. I, I think it was Drew Gulak and Timothy Thatcher were the their tag team champions at one point a few years ago. And I saw a video on Drew Gulak's Twitter and it was Kathy Kelly interviewing them and I was like, Oh wow, that's that's cool. I didn't know she was I didn't know she was doing like indie wrestling announcing or backstage stuff. Mm-hmm. I knew she did After Buzz before. Yeah. That's all I knew she did, but that's cool to know. MLW. Everyone's gone through MLW at some point. Man. Yeah. God damn it. What are you laughing at? I what? just I I just so happened to look at the meme channel and I just saw the last two memes that were posted. You're oh, welcome. Here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna check. <laughs> you fucking bastard, money. <laughs> Pictures and memes. Oh, for Christ's sake! Just so we could date this, if you do ever join the. Discord, February. Which you can do. It's absolutely free. Ten fifty-eight p.m. Please, okay. You'll laugh. You'll probably cry. <laughs> oh, Otis. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and then just pictures of Keith. That's a good post. I've retweeted that. Yeah. He does look like he's proud of my grilling technique. <laughs> anyway, I think we should wrap it up on that. That was a good way to yeah, end it. On, yeah. On laughing at memes that we can't really describe all that well. Yeah, I was about to say that's very well, we friendly. Just... Well, we could just. Des- I want to describe the Matt Riddle one. It's basically. You just see the numbers 420 and Matt Riddle's excited because he's about to come up with another catchphrase. <laughs> well, hey, honey, did you hear I was in your plane? No? Uh, they didn't make a movie with those two. I was, I was in the carry-on. Triple H tweeted that earlier. Oh, he's I know. Been... I saw. It was, like, great. it was like, wait, the broserweights were in my plane? Hey Hunter, did you smell something funny coming from the bottom of your plane? Did that you smell it in the cargo hold? I joined the Mile High Club. I smell it funny. Sweet. 
Wait, man. I thought the Mile High Company drove a mile high. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's about high. I don't. <laughs> then Triple H is like, no, Matt, the Mile High Club is not about smoking in the air. It's about something else. He's like, what's it about? And then Triple H explains the birds and the bees to Matt Riddle. Why is he a child now? I don't know. And then he's like, Triple H is like, wait a, wait a second, Matt. Don't you have like three kids? Yeah, but I don't know how they're made. <laughs> I was high when I had them. <laughs> Wait, there's something that wasn't mentioned. What? Fucking Poppy. Oh, yeah. Did oh. the music for TakeOver. Well, yeah, that did not need Dom's to be mentioned. not in the Frindo cast recording right now. We don't need to talk about Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I enjoyed it though. I mean, it's, it's not I the best one. I think Code Orange is probably the best one. The was Code cool. Orange was the best one. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Code Orange top, Live was orange. the best one. It was good. No, I, I just find it funny that she went from I being find it funny. like weird YouTube ASMR to metal. <laughs> it sells, man. It's a nice gimmick. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's a very gimmicky artist, to be fair. She's like the Danhausen of uh, pop. <laughs> I'm really happy that my Danhausen T-shirt arrived on Valentine's Day. Ah, oh, so romantic! Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day, Hausen, to me. <laughs> oh, another thing we didn't mention. I wanted to ask you guys this. So the main event, um, NXT New York. Remember that from sorry, Tenet Takeover New York from last year. Gargano's lack of selling, or Gar- or yeah. Champa's lack of selling from tonight. Which one was more egregious? Gargano. 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 Champa had like a last shot, uh, chasing the dragon. the dragon. Uh, you know, end of heartache. He got hit by a bus. He got buried. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He got put in a straight jacket with chains around him and dropped into a tank of water and still escaped and kicked out. Like he didn't have a key or anything. Exactly. Well, I think part of it was props to Adam Cole and all that. They were actually still selling whenever he was like. Well, Champa grabbed chasing... his neck. Yeah. Um, my neck. After the chasing the dragon thing. He uh, Cole had to literally drag over for the pin, so wasted time. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's a cool that we don't have the... Adam Cole fatigue yet. Well, yeah, that is. There weird. will never be Adam Cole fatigue. Well, we said I'm pretty sure back in the day I've heard people say, "Oh, I will never get tired of Johnny Gargano and his five star matches." I'll back never get tired of Finn Balor. You know, like I've heard people say that, and I I fear that eventually. You know, we'll be doing a friendo cast, and someone's gonna be like, "So, like, is anybody tired of Adam Cole putting on these yeah, stellar Wrestle Kingdom like <laughs> okay. Tokyo Dome matches?" Here's the thing: what an asshole! Like, God, I hate him. <laughs> God, I hate. To go back to a little side joke. None of the tables broke. 
except when Adam Cole did it because he's a fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even have belly tape on this match. No. He oh was well God, rested. He's still going to have FPOS tape on, though. He had Wednesday. no belly tape. He had no fucking shoulder tape. He was naked cold. <laughs> he was cold. Cole was not naked. <laughs> I really hope that I go to Twitter it's later and I see Excalibur too. say something about how he did a suicide dive and barely got through the ropes. <laughs> oh, and look at this fat piece of shit. He can barely make it through the ropes right now. <laughs> but yeah, back to the no selling thing. I do feel like. When Gargano was no selling at New York, he was, I mean, it was the whole impetus of it was to win the title. And granted, that was the same thing for Champa, but we know there's like an obsession with Champa and the NXT yeah. title. He's even called he it literally, Goldie, So, I mean, Champa thinks, Champa thinks it's a child and that he is its father when Champa is an actual father, probably doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, Kayfabe doesn't care about his kid as much as he cares about the title. Well, if you on commentary, they actually mentioned that. <laughs> they oh, mentioned I, that the yeah. only thing that he loves more than so yeah, Goldie's his first child. Yeah, Tampa would do right. anything for that title. It's far as it needs to go. I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know who takes the title off Adam Cole. Keith. I dream. My money's on Finn. Dream. I don't think it's on Vel- I don't think it's Velveteen Dream. Just just because I feel like I mean, I feel like that'd be great if they pulled the gun on him. I was about to say he'd be our first African-American NXT champion, but we forget Biggie Langston was once a singles competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see it being Keith. Oh my god, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole would be fucking amazing. Oof. Here's a dark horse, Walter. Oh Walter's man. Walter's already got his title. Walter's he's, Walter's he's never leaving lose. NXT UK. No one's yeah, going to beat him he, for that. The thing is, Walter doesn't want to move to the states. So, yeah. He So who beats Walter? That belt. Idiot. Nope. Nobody beats Walter. I think Ilya's going to do it. I I straight up, I agreed with Steven Larson for the longest time. I thought it was going to be Jordan Devlin. But if he gains traction with this Cruiserweight title run, he's going to be on NXT Prime. Uh, I've seen a Devlin versus Walter in OTT. I know, but I think, I'm pretty sure that was the last time Walter lost. Um, I want to see Bate do it. Uh, Bates going to be gone like by the time Walter's ready to lose that title. Bates going to be on NXT Prime. Or main roster. Oh god, I hope not. They're going to fuck oh, up Tyler Bates so bad. Don't say that. <laughs> he likes pork pies and uh, warm beer. He's a big strong boy and he likes to work out. No, he's going to be Conor McGregor. That's what's going to happen. He's going to be Conor to beat him up. No, it's going to be Tyson Fury. Oh, fat like, oh, shit, Tyson so. Fury. Floyd Mayweather yeah. comes out with brass knuckles and just punts, just beats the shit out of Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. <laughs> Tyson Fury's gonna do a huge line of coke and then 
fight Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you chopping me? You're supposed to be punching. Cain Velasquez is going to do a handspring cutter onto Walter, oh, and Walter's going to chop a mid-handspring. No, it's going to be Walter versus Mini Walter. <laughs> Do you remember Tyson Fury's bumping? <laughs> oh, that was the best stuff ever. I don't know why more people don't talk about it and how bad it was. I didn't. I didn't watch Crown Jewel. I didn't. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't either. I, I don't know. I, uh, I watched it later on. I, I wouldn't. I, I don't watch those shows live. But you got the network, and sometimes you're bored, you know, and you want to well, I mean, see I, how bad I, the car I saw the is. News when the Fiend won the title, I was like, oh god, I I have to spare myself and I have to watch this. Because I knew it was in red lighting. So I'm like, I'm only going to watch this match. I turned it on. And I just fast forward to the end to see how The Fiend won. Mm-hmm. I, can't st- I couldn't stand the fucking red lighting. And I'm glad they got rid of it. That was probably the worst Fiend match. Like, Hell in a Cell was really good up until the end. But the, the Crown Jewel one was probably the worst one he's ever had. No, I figured it out. Tyson Fury's next match will be against his long-haired cousin, Cassius Ono. Oh no! Oh my god! Oh no! Tyson Fury versus the eight foot tall guy on the Florida house show loop. Jordan. Tyson Fury versus Taco Fall. Tyson Fury versus Biggie versus Goldberg. Just a bunch of big meaty men. Aaron Gordon did not get fucking robbed. I don't want to hear that again. Yes, he did. That is. Bullshit. It shouldn't have gone to a third overtime. <laughs> it shouldn't it's have possible. gone to a third overtime because Aaron Gordon already had like five fifties. He should have just been given it. He shouldn't have had five fifties. What are you talking about? He didn't Aaron deserve five fifties. He did the same dunk three times. And Derek Jones Jr. put it through his leg the same way four times. Okay, if if he would have used fucking Chance the Rapper one more time, <laughs> I, I I don't even know what to say. Like he was just trying to get a big pop from the Chicago crowd. Okay? Whatever. He's trying whatever. to get a face pop. Anyway, let's wrap it up. I guess. <laughs> yeah, let's let's end on basketball. <laughs> Yeah, NXT takeover was a takeover, really good. Up some, quite a few downs, or maybe we're just overcritical right now. But it we're was still a largely cool. enjoyable show. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. There's no real downpoint. There was no surprise finishes, so you know, like takeover Tampa is gonna be crazy because there's gonna be like a like at least two surprise finishes. This was just a basic like. Takeover on like on the road to WrestleMania weekend. He's saying no surprise finishes. Excuse me, Raquel. Well, it's a surprise because we don't know who she is. Yeah, exactly. that's... <laughs> this might be a good surprise. <laughs> okay, there was no good surprise. Good surprises at NXT Takeover Portland. Yeah. 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 Fair. Unless you're Dom, then you popped hard for Raquel. I don't know why. Yeah. It's because he's Dom and he has the worst takes. 
We won't get into that now. Boost. It has to be on purpose, though. Yeah, I don't know. He anymore. knows. He knows what he's doing. He's just trying to get cheap heat from the rest of Discord. I do appreciate that he embraces it. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I'm. I'm glad yeah. he doesn't get butt hurt and like sends everybody like personal messages and like, hey, could you like chill? Like he knows we're all fucking. Back it up. Yeah, I'm happy that he doesn't just you know up and leave the Discord. Yeah. Yeah, he's very failed references right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, before we talk more about it, let's all dash, and we'll see you guys. <laughs> we'll see you guys later for another episode of Front Cast. That was that was NXT Takeover Portland. Good show. Thanks for listening. And yeah, it's exactly what you expected. Uh, high handshake, two sweets, shoulder lean, and all hell Raquel. Friendo cast can be clusterfuck. Friendo cast. Friendo cast. Friendo cast.